Hello, it's Freddy Cruz, and with the big game on the horizon, I figured, why not talk about the time in the 80s in which I played for the greatest football team in the history of the game? I'm not talking about the Oilers, definitely not talking about the Gamblers, I love their uniform, not talking about the U of H Cougars or the Rice Owls, no, I am talking about a peewee football team called the Klein Jets. We dominated for four seasons between my second grade year, so second, third, fourth, and fifth grade. So throughout elementary school, I played for this team. And by the way, the Jets, um, this team, the colors were not green and silver and white. The colors were black and gold kind of threw me for a loop as a kid because I was so used to watching the actual NFL team. And I had asked my coaches, why isn't our, why aren't our team colors green? Like the real team? Well, because they make us look bad, bad as in good, bad, like cool, bad, like awesome, bad, like badass, and lots of badassery. To be honest, I did not enjoy the, um, the Saturday mornings in which we were made to do push-ups and and crunches and and run around with all that heavy gear, and I was kind of a, a softy when it came to getting hit. But be that as it may, um, I played for this team and we dominated the Pee Wee Gridiron. We won nearly every single regular season game, minus minus one. To the same team every year, the Spring Raiders. Coincidentally, this team, and the reason why why this team is the greatest football team in the history of, of the sport is because we played in four consecutive Super Bowls. Thank God there was no C&D from the NFL. You little kids can't be using the word Super Bowl. Anyways. We played in the Super Bowl against the Spring Raiders every year. So not only did we get decimated during the regular season uh, by the Spring Raiders, but every single year in the Super Bowl, we lost to the Spring Raiders. And most times it was not even, not even close. So why on earth, why on earth does this make the Klein Jets the greatest football team in the history of the sport. (sighs) I say that it makes us the greatest football team in the history of the sport because we did not know it then as little boys, but, but as a grown up, and I can't speak for any of my friends who played football with me, but I being in my late forties look back on that time and I'm quite thankful that it didn't go my way. So often when we're kids, um, we're taught that that winning is all that matters. And yes, winning, winning does matter, okay? Winning does matter. That said, notice that I didn't say winning, winning matters or winning is cool, but no, winning matters, comma, and so does losing because there are so many valuable lessons that can be learned 
from things that don't go right. Now, of course, if this were some sort of professional football team, then in the offseason, they would course correct and figure out what, what went wrong, why were the Raiders decimating the Jets, blah, blah, blah. But it's so important for us to not lose sight of the valuable lessons from back in our childhood and our adolescence. And I really think, especially seeing as how I'm just over two years out from firing corporate media and going into business for myself, um, that maybe, maybe losing, maybe losing and kind of tolerating it, being upset, but also knowing that it didn't kill me, that losing and learning how to <laughs> learning how to lose, um, and maybe this set me up for victory as a grown up. That that sure things are not going to go right, and I was just having this conversation with my mom a, a few weeks ago. Uh, she being a former business owner, now she's retired. She used to have a wreath business. And she told me something that made a lot of sense. Thing, More things will not go right than things that do. That's sort of a paraphrasing of what she said. In other words, you're going to lose more than you're going to win. And I think that's okay. Because how boring would life be if all you did was win? And what if the clients, and now we're kind of go going to go into the business aspect of it, and you could really, you could really adapt this to um, job interviews or auditions for uh, for whatever. Like if you're a musician, you happen to be listening, and you you want to audition for a band, or or if you're a high school student, and you want to audition for a play, or or try and make a, a team or whatever, uh, and you don't make the cut. In whatever whatever aspect of life, you don't make the cut. But if it doesn't go right, then maybe that's a sign from, from God, from your creator, from the universe. It's a sign telling you that, yeah, this is not yours because something better is on the horizon. This is not yours, but something is better. And something is waiting for you on the horizon. And as long as you realize that when things don't go right, that, that you allow yourself to experience those human feelings. Because let's be honest, losing is losing. I cried like a baby when we lost four straight Super Bowls. Heck, I cried like a baby I don't know how many times as a grown-up. Um, throughout my failures and getting many things wrong. And, and that's, I don't know, is it a weakness? Is it a strength? That's not really for me to decide. It's just allowing myself to experience human emotions, but not dwelling on it, getting up, dusting myself off, and getting back into the fight. I would highly recommend you go back if you haven't listened to my episode from last week with Gabriel Nahera and really dig into 
this guy's mind mindset, born with no arms and feet that that were upside down, are upside down, and yet he attributes the human instinct for survival to adapt to his surroundings and use what he has. And so if things don't go right, you lose, you don't get the promotion, you get laid off, you get furloughed, you don't make the cut, you don't make the team, you don't make the play, whatever. Make the best of what you got from the situation, course correct, adapt, get up, and keep fighting another day. And I don't know that it would be so easy to understand after working for so long in the corporate sphere, not just not just working at the same radio station for 16 years from 2005 to 2021, but all throughout my life. When I, were, when I was in high school, my first job was at Mickey D's, McDonald's, okay? And my entire radio career spent with corporations. So this whole business business thing that's this is new to me so i don't know that i don't i'm not sure that if we won at least one of those games i'm not sure that i would that that the the tolerance for for losing not the liking of losing i really don't like it but building up a, a sort of tolerance making it palatable. I don't I don't know that I would have that if we didn't if we didn't lose four straight Super Bowls in a row. Okay? So that's why I call the Klein Jets the greatest football team in the history of the game because through those four consecutive Super Bowl losses, I learned a lesson that I did not know I needed. Four of them actually. If I can go back in time, I would go back and tell little Alfred, all right, say, hey, this is a good thing. All right, y'all. Thanks for hanging out for the rant. If you enjoy solo episodes like this, please uh, feel free to email me, freddie at cruisethroughhtx.com. Hunt me down on the socials and uh, share with your family and friends. And subscribe. If you're listening to this but you have not hit that subscribe button, please do it. All right. Be well. Talk soon.